0: I love, I don't know what's happened since everyone's been locked down and confined to quarters. Something's been happening in the music industry because the music that we've been receiving, yes, you still do receive the mediocre, that, that also does happen. But the the amazing songs that have been released recently, I love it. Local stuff that is on par. So I'm going to introduce you to Yaku Smith's new song, You Are. To get that done, I need to talk to Yaku Smith. Hello, Yaku, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing well, thanks, Helen. How are you?
0: Ah, fine and fabulous. Thank you very much. Okay, let's introduce you as a person. If you had to describe yourself to someone who's never met you before, go ahead, make their day.
1: Sure. Well, I, I have this big thing about the word artist. It's funny, me and my housemate um, always argue about it, where I don't consider um, myself to be an artist, but rather just responding to art. And yeah, I feel I'm... I'm someone who's not necessarily creative, but I love responding. I love just being a musician, but, but just kind of drawing from other people and, and from God's inspiration in my, in my own life. And yeah, I just love to, to create things.
0: Okay, so you uh, philosophize. Uh, what do you mean? What's no. the distinction between <laughs> someone who's an artist and someone who reacts to everything around them? Artists react to everything around them
1: you you make a very valid point there <laughs> if that's your definition of an artist i guess um you can call me that um but yeah i i have this big thing where i'm i'm very against just creating from within and having your say mm-hmm. if that if that is mm-hmm. something um and and i really feel we're all in this together we're responding to everybody else and yeah if that is the de- definition of an artist i guess yeah definitely it's it's this a mixing pot of cultures and working together and and responding to each other's works that really really drives me i i just love seeing other artists grow as well um then and yeah just working with them as as the producer and also as um as an artist in my own right then
0: yeah cuz i'm i'm thinking by myself art so many times, as much as it is a reflection of what's going on in culture, it also forms culture, it forms our perceptions, our normal. Um, hear the same opinion enough in music, and you start thinking that that's right. <laughs> and that's why I think you've got so much say as an artist, especially if what you have to say is in line with God's word and is God's opinion,
1: definitely. I I love uh, what you said about shaping culture almost almost through our mistakes sometimes <laughs> or through um, our, our ways of just coming short and finding our own way around problems and yeah maybe even creating something new along along that way.
0: So creative wise, is it only in music that you like to flourish, or do you like painting and and drawing, writing, all the other kinds of disciplines as well?
1: I think in the last 10 years, I've painted exactly half a painting, <laughs> uh, which I'm too scared to finish. Um, I'm very much uh, into music. I love, I love the whole um, aspect of the marriage of music and film. That is something I would definitely like to visit even more in my life. And um, not that I'm really a filmmaker, but I, I happen to be surrounded by filmmakers. Most of my friends are. So yeah, it's, it's, Nice drawing from them um, as a source of artistic inspiration and hopefully inspiring them as well. But yeah, I'm very much into music mm. and that's that's my field
0: so you'd relate to Louis Brits Louis Brits always used to say uh, music is the soundtrack to life that you always have some memory allocated to some song somewhere that you can if, if you had to do a soundtrack for your life you'd use songs to do that so I think that's, that's very very special but where are you based church wise
1: church wise I'm at KSM or Mira. I've been there since before i was baptized so yeah pretty pretty long now um and yeah it's also where i work um part-time a lot of the time and also i'm i'm still a member
0: there Uh okay and saved how'd you get saved
1: how do i get saved yeah i think through uh, through the grace of god i've i've not remember a time where i haven't been in a relationship with god i've been raised very christian and um thankfully i've i've stayed that throughout my life um which which has been a great blessing i think to to be able to mature in your faith um from an early age i don't really have a, a fancy story about <laughs> um about m- me getting saved but it's the same God who did it, so I'm just very thankful for no, that. No,
0: but it's precious to have grown up in actual Christianity, where Jesus is really Jesus when you say the word Christian. I mean, that is that is very special. But you do go to school, and especially if you're in creative circles, your, your faith does get challenged with, is what I believe actually true you know um when when people around you grow up in in households where jesus isn't king or where christianity doesn't actually mean something don't you at some stage um, at least have to qualify to yourself that what i even though i've been brought up this way the way i've been brought up is actually true
1: yes i th- i think it's been established that i tend to overthink things is already. it <laughs> so <laughs> um, and and it's it's no different uh, when it when it comes to my faith and, and what i believe i i tend to to overthink it on a constant basis and it's it's really um been an anchor for me to kind of just re- constantly remind myself that it's it's not about justifying it it's it's not about um quantifying and, and figuring out why i believe what i believe but it's about a relationship as well and i think that's the that's the thing that's been anchoring me all the while, even though I constantly am in this um, battle with myself, um, trying, to, trying to figure out, okay, but why is it what, that I believe what I believe? It's, mm. it's really just about relationship with God, mm. and you can't really not believe in somebody you have a relationship with. <laughs>
0: That's the truth. And you also have relationships with other young people in church. I mean, Tudor from despair. when you say that you were involved in Global Week of Prayer, um, that's, that's where people like Tudor, who's also been in church for a long time and knows church politics. And, you know, I like this about the young people these days. is They don't do stuff just because it's the right thing to do. You don't go to church because nobody's looking over your shoulder anymore. Everybody expects you to not go to church, you know. So the conversations that you young people have there at Church Without Walls, when no adults are present and you don't have to um, impress anyone with your spirituality, do you have interesting conversations about what goes on in church and, and how you can make a difference?
1: My colleagues and I, or like the young people working there and, and also just serving there on a volunteer basis, constantly are in these conversations about how to fix the world and how to fix the jet, <laughs> Even though I think we, we seldom get to answers, it's still very reassuring to know that other people are uh, thinking the same way or, or doubting the same things. And and really just focusing on a new revival. I think that's that's been a word that's been popping up constantly um, that I've been aware of. Mm. It's just revival. How, how do we revive? How do we turn away from all the, the things that we've kind of accepted religiously? And how do we just turn back to God? And it's been amazing seeing so many people desire that with mm. me.
0: I think it's good that your gods are real. I mean, to just wipe it underneath the rug and try to ignore it and make as if it's not there, it breaks down the confidence you have in God. When you doubt a lot that's happening in the church, it's funny how your disappointment in people sometimes can be reflected right through to your relationship with God as as if it's got to prove that he's real as well. Um, But prayer is one of the good ways, I think, to get past all of that. It's a weird thing, connecting with God just wipes away all of these issues, the fluff, you know, the the ones that have been keeping the conversation going. Um, so you've been praying, and that happened in May, didn't it? The the Global Week of Prayer. Just give us a little bit of feedback. How did it go?
1: It's been surreal. I think I've never experienced something like that um, in my life. Um, for me personally, I have been isolating throughout that whole week of prayer just as we started I felt as though the whole world was going to um just come come crashing down because we had all these plans for setting up in a different place and you know driving to the studio to do things and I got diagnosed with covid as um as the week of prayer hit um so it's been a very personal alone thing I think it's been quite hard battling just that locked in feeling that um that you had to um that everybody had to have at some point at this time while While praying, but I never really felt alone because as soon as you that aloneness hits, you can join in at any time in the community and just start praying um, about whatever it, it, it at some point it didn 't really matter i didn 't start picking topics that I liked because I just wanted to join just wanted to pray um, and and just wanted to worship with people around the world as well it 's been amazing seeing people and making friends friendships that last till today from people with uh, to f- with people from Russia and um Rwanda and and so many other places in the world that that just pray together it's really been a surreal experience and we are still praying um as 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 little groups to this day
0: yeah, I heard that even in weekly you guys get together. I was so impressed when I read you. 3,000 people came together globally, seven days long, 24 hours. It must make a difference if the prayer of the righteous avails much. But what I'm also interested in is how did you get to know Matthew Harris from Gateway Church in Dallas?
1: Completely by accident, actually. Um it's it's been one of those um God works in mysterious ways moments definitely because I did not expect to have the song go anywhere um other than than maybe our immediate circle of churches that started um uh, pray united. It's it's been quite strange when when I got um when I got a call from one of my colleagues saying Okay, but Gateway Church is on board. They <laughs> they're gonna get somebody from their side I did not know Matthew personally whatsoever before one of the team members there just set up the meeting, introduced me to him. We chatted for a little while and ended up doing a song together, which was a pretty fast and pretty amazing to be a part of.
0: But how did it work? I mean, you, you wrote the song originally, but how did working together practically work?
1: I think it was very trust-based. We had exactly one Zoom call. <laughs> where we uh, where we spoke, and it was more or less okay. Hello, it's Yaku, it's Matthew. This is the team. Uh, introduce ourselves. This is our plan for the song. Do you like it? Yes. Okay. Cool. Then we'll then we'll run with it. It was it was quite strange. Just leaving it at that and and saying okay, but here I'll WhatsApp you the the track, and then he'll Dropbox me back some vocal files, and. Everything really just happened without much communication.
0: Okay, so but did the mastering and the mixing happen on that side or did you do it in your studio and he just added his voice or how how did it work?
1: I uh, I basically built uh, a track and sent over a a scratch vocal track with me just singing uh my part as well as his which he could then remove and then just overdub and sing all of his parts on his side. Which he sent back to me for uh, for mixing the radio release was then mastered by uh, Yakudia which i 'm very thankful for um, very dear friend and such good ears mm. also contributed a lot to the project
0: but it must be so satisfying when you receive the song and it sounds amazing and people start giving you some feedback isn 't it
1: it was insane it was so fast paced because i think I think the release happened within days of the prayer week actually happening. I don't think the song was even on iTunes. It was just out on YouTube and um, shared to the people on the Pre uh, United zoom group. And it, it was so fast paced and just getting an overwhelming amount of feedback in a very short time. Uh, very positive and supportive, which I absolutely loved. It's always nice when you get reassurance for a lot of hard work.
0: Yeah. So it's gone out there. Where do people get it?
1: You can find it on YouTube. There is a lyric video available for that or on all your major streaming platforms such as iTunes, Spotify, Deezer and the likes. Um, you can find it over there. We have been working on a couple of translations, uh, including a Spanish, Zulu and hopefully A couple of other languages, including Afrikaans version, which would um, come out throughout the course of the year still.
0: Oh, that's exciting. Okay, so if people listen to the song, because we're going to play the song up next. It's called You Are. Um, If people now listen to the song, you've written those lyrics. It's taken you how long to capture exactly what you want to say. What is it that you want people to hear when they hear the song?
1: I think it started out with more or less the same vision that the prayer week started out is just people... Returning to God, knowing that He is God and we are His people. Um, and I think that immediately went to my head as, okay, but we need to proclaim, you are God, you are this God, you are, um, our provider, you are our King, you are Lord above all. And I think that is the, the center point of the song is as well why the bridge sings about it. I think I got it from Psalm 96. It's just nations proclaiming God's glory and everybody coming together and reestablishing God as our king and our provider.